It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Happy Thursday night, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? How are you? I am very well. How are you? Bien, bien, good, good. Bien, tonight, bien. Yes. Thank you for listening tonight. We talk about love, dating, romance, relationships. Simon, um, a lot of times on your FYI show, In Bed with Simon, mm-hmm. TV show, mm-hmm. you ask a lot of newlywed game style questions like yes. for people that are in relationships to see if they answer the same way. Yes. Which is such a fun game to play. I like I like to to ask It can questions. either be really fun or cause a fight, don't you think? I've had some some, you know, people leaving the bed pretty upset. You have. I was yeah. going to ask you that. A couple times, a okay. couple of times. So I want to put you on the hot seat since you Me. Do, yes. I was going to put you on the hot seat. You do it to everybody else? Yeah, I do. Okay, so let me ask you a couple questions. Okay. Because our producer, Joe Fonson, would in you rather... In bed with Angie now we're doing. Uh, in bed with me. You're, I think you're the only one that hasn't been there, but let's ask some questions. <laughs> um, Simon, would you rather get left at the altar or get cheated on one year into your marriage? Left at the altar. I agree. Why? Because I don't want to go through the divorce process. Yeah. Because once it's done... And not only that, but if you're left at the altar... Everybody you love is in the room to console you. Absolutely. So, and, the short, and then you have a big party to throw. And I always <laughs> say the sooner the better. The sooner the better. I mean, if you've got to change your life. And, if, if you can make it before the altar, please do. Yes. One more question, and then I'm going to take uh, some of our callers, 855-905-8255. Would you rather do the ooh-la-la once a week or twice a day? Twice a day, of course. Really? I don't have time Twice a day. Ain't nobody got time for that, Simon. Well, I, I would make time. <laughs> I could. Mm, how you doing, Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la 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 la. Let's take some calls next, Simon, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel asks all these very probing <laughs> questions of couples mm-hmm. when you're doing In Bed with Simon on FYI. Every Tuesday night, yeah. It's kind of like the newlywed game. Like, sometimes you have the same answer, but if the answer is different and, oh, I didn't know you felt that way, maybe it causes a little bit of a rift. I, I remember a few times, Angie. Yeah. and uh, It's a good conversation starter. It is. Ask each other questions and okay. go from there. Cool. So we're taking some calls. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the line. And here's Dylan listening in Bronxville, New York on 98.5 The Cat. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hey. Are you How ready are for ya? this game? We're good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. Might not be the same ones I asked Simon, <laughs> um, but here you go. Would you rather, Dylan, find out that your ex is dating your best friend or your worst enemy? Um, probably my worst enemy. Because you don't want to see your ex ever, and if they're dating your best friend, you still have to see him all the time, right? Well, also, I mean, it would... It would would be good karma. Yeah. (laughs) Here's another one. Would you rather get left at the altar? I asked Simon this one. Would you rather get left at the altar or get cheated on one year into your marriage? Probably left at the altar. Because then it probably wouldn't work out anyway. Right, exactly. And we all Mm -hmm. had the same thought. Yeah. Um, Simon, I'll ask you, and I'm going to ask Dylan too. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having the ooh-la-la or have them walking in to see you having the ooh-la-la, Simon? Them walking on me. 
Really? Yeah, because we're not. Your parents are older, Simon. They might not be able to handle I don't, that. I think they could ticker, handle ticker, it ticker, they, ticker. because they made us. Did you ever walk in on your parents? Thank God, no. I have. My parents always. Oh, you you have. Listen to me, Dylan. First, before I tell you the story, Dylan, what is your answer? Walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you? How about no la la? Is that an answer? No la la. Neither way. You have to pick one. <laughs> Would you rather? Um. Probably have them walk in on me. Because Maybe then you're not scarred for life, right? Yeah, and it might spice things up for them, get them going. I don't know, man. If, you're, if your parents are spiced up seeing you do it, that's not a good thing. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. then we need to have a talk with your parents. Maybe they can call the show one time, and we can talk about how their ooh-la-la is going. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. Can I tell you guys a story, though? Yeah. Quickly, sure. I was 12. My mom had a lock on her bedroom door because, mm-hmm. you know, there was probably something going on. Um, so now being a parent, I understand the need for a lock on your door. Of course. But she didn't have the door locked one day. And I'm used to being able to go in. My mom, like, great relationship when we were younger. And I walked in one time. They had a, what was that workout system, like a home gym type thing? <laughs> um, like Bowflex. a bow, like something like that. Well, like- yeah, like Bowflex. Yeah, like a Nautilus or whatever it was. <laughs> but it was like, you know, they had a big room. And so it was over to the side. I'm like, Mom, Mom. I'm looking over. My mom was on the workout bench with her husband, my stepdad. And so walking in on your parents is one thing. Walking in and finding out your mom is a freak when you're 12 is quite another. That's all I'm going to say about What a workout. It. What a workout. <laughs> now that I'm an adult, I can be like, Mom. All right. All right now. But when I was 12, I was like, ew. Yeah, because we're not supposed to ever see our parents Gosh. doing the ulala. Yeah. Yes. Well, Dylan, thank you for playing along with us tonight. We didn't have to probe you for anything too personal, so we appreciate it, okay? We're going to put no some problem. of these questions. Thank you, hon. We're going to put some of these questions up on our website, simonandangie.com. Yes. If you want to play with your friends or your significant other, start <laughs> a whole new fight today. Why not? Why not? All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance. We take advice calls. Uh, we we give advice, I should say. Love dating and romance. And mm-hmm. we also, on the website, simonandangie.com, our French romantic, Simon Marcel. Yes. So loving. Always erring <laughs> on the side of romance. Preferably. Always going with your heart. Yes. There's an email here for you. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. Yes. This comes from Holly, listening in Gross Point, Michigan on 100.3 NIC. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Holly, and I love Gross Point, Michigan. Beautiful. You do. Right, yes, I've been there right on the, the lake, Erie, and it's just really beautiful. Lovely. Gross Point, I know what that is. So she says, my birthday was three days ago, and my boyfriend completely forgot. I I haven't told him because I feel embarrassed and everything's just really awkward right now. So my question is, at this point, should I let it go, see if he eventually remembers, or tell him that he forgot? What should I do, Simon? Holly, I mean, first, thanks for the email. I think you should tell him why did he forget because why keep this unspoken, poisoning your feelings? You know, it's going to make you crazy. I don't like when we keep inside ourselves stuff like that. What for? Your boyfriend has screwed up? 
you know, have a conversation. I'm not saying it, you know, you'd have to break up or you have to yell. But I think the sooner you the sooner you get this out of your chest, the better you will sleep. He screwed up. He, yeah, he screwed up and he's the one who should feel bad. You feeling bad because you haven't told him. That's exactly Reverse what I was Reverse the say. energy. Transfer the bad energy from you to him who screwed up. Right on, Simon. Great advice. Good Thank luck you, to you, Angie. Holly. We wish you all the best. Yes. More rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website, simonandangie.com. We had a bonjour Simon Marcel email that came in talking about a girl who, mm-hmm. Holly, her boyfriend forgot her birthday. It was three days ago. She is mad. Mm-hmm. It's like, should I let it go or should I say something? Of course you should say something. You're mad. Still, three days later, and it wasn't cool, and let it be known. Indeed. Don't keep that unspoken for yourself. I, I share a story with you. In my 20s, I was dating this, this lovely woman, Jennifer, and she forgot my birthday on mm-hmm. June 23rd. Mm-hmm. Not one time, but two times. Now, the excuse were, one, she was in a different country and forget the time, and me, soccer, okay. The second time, two years later, double soccer, she said that she was working late, right? Yeah. And, of course, that she was going to celebrate the next day. <laughs> now, she showed up the next day with a nice person and everything, and I never knew... She forgot. I think she forgot. She forgot. And she's and like, oh, God, I, I got to spend this night looking for a gift, but I'm going to pretend I'm working. Yes. Yeah. And, and she was modeling at the time and all that. And so, and then the next day, and she complains that I tell that story, but it's true. And she's a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. But she forgot twice. She forgot twice. And, yeah. I said Mm-mm. not three times. And, and you, would, you, would you tolerate that now, being older and wiser? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on anything we're talking about tonight, if you need advice, love, dating, mm-hmm. relationships, romance with our French romance <laughs> expert, Simon Marcel. Simon, you're also our resident single guy because I'm married mm-hmm. with a child, and you're in the dating scene. I so am? you're still going through new relationships, mm-hmm. fears in relationships. Mm-hmm. I kind of know where I'm at in life right now, where as far as that's concerned anyway. Yes. But I want to uh, bring up this article that we have here um, from Cosmo Magazine. Ten irrational fears all guys have in a relationship. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is time to dissect Simon. <laughs> hot seat, baby, hot seat. Okay. Are you ready for these? I'm ready, Angie. No, I want you to be 100% honest. Because our ladies need to know if this is actually real. I think you're a good barometer. Look in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So we can answer. I'm looking in your eyes. Okay. (laughs) One of the fears you guys have is that you're cheating on him. Everyone knows but him. And you guys are all sitting around laughing about it. Do you ever feel that in a relationship that your significant other is cheating on you and everybody's having a laugh about it? Never. Never. Me, never. What makes this pretty irrational is the emotional gun pun- the idea that you're cheating? It's the idea that you're cheating on him. He doesn't know you're um, all making fun of him, and he's being made a fool. So you never have that feeling. To be honest, I haven't felt that in 15 years. Oh, good. I don't have that insecurity. Good. Uh, secretly, you find the ooh la la horrible. Do you ever wonder if the woman you're in a relationship finds your ooh la la horrible? Never. Confidence. <laughs> never right. want. I'll never worry okay. about that. Well, that's good. Um, number three, you are a sociopath, a psychopath. Like she thinks that you're crazy. Um, whatever horror movie you're watching at that time, 
does she feel like this about me? Uh, what if? Like, does she think I'm nuts? Do you ever feel that way? Yes, but not for me. I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch all those things. So I think it's because I have never been married and I don't have kids and a goddaughter that people think I'm not normal. Okay. Does that breed an insecurity there that you, that you not think? Not an insecurity, but maybe... Irrational fear. Irrational to constantly have to explain why okay. I made the choices I did. Okay, that makes sense. Um, that her family hates you. Well, what's I mean, there to hate? The, I mean, no, but I mean the family of, of of my girlfriend. Yes, I never meet families of girlfriends. You never do. No, at my age, no, most never. Wow, unless it, unless you're gonna put a ring on it, you wouldn't meet the family. I mean, I'd be happy to say how it happens that I haven't met families in ten years. Is it because that is too serious? No, it's not that. It's because I think past 40, you really take the time to be with you and your girlfriend. And my family is in France. And sometimes I've dated oh, people out of state. So okay, that makes sense. It's just not so much my thing. Your family's overseas. That's a yeah, big undertaking. Okay. So, as great as your relationship is now, it's going to crash and burn at some time. Do you ever feel that? Yes, nothing is forever. I always had that fear. In my mind, until I met my husband... Every relationship I was in, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, at some point, this is going to fall apart. I better start getting my uh, end game ready. I better start getting ready for when this is over. So, so okay, so I get your point, and it's valid. The points for me come from my parents who said, since they have a big age difference, one will die before the other. Nothing is forever. Oh. There's always one who finishes alone. That's completely different. My fear was always, like, he's going to find out how crazy I am, and then it's going to be over. Like, but he likes you crazy. No, but he, he likes the surface crazy, but when you dig under yeah. the layers, well, my okay. gosh, who's going to stick around <laughs> for that? Um, what if he isn't cheating on you, but a series of mistakes and coincidences convinces you that he is? It sounds more like the plot of a romantic comedy, but it also requires that you have a lengthy um, a relationship to know that somebody's not going to cheat on you. Do you have the fear of that? To be cheated on? Yes. Absolutely not. You don't have any of these things. No, I don't. Angie. You have no fear. No, I have fear, but not these. What is your fear? I want to know what that is. If you don't have any of these Cosmo fears, and by the way, Cosmopolitan magazine is a little young, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean, because I'm reading through these going, oh, I, I felt that, even though I'm not a man, I felt that, I felt that. I want to know what your fear is. Okay, I'll share because with you. Because you seem like Superman on this list. I, just, I, that doesn't, I mean, I have other fears I'll be glad to it, share, but not those. Perfect. I want to find out what your relationship fear is, your biggest one, mm -hmm. when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Website, simonandangie.com. I found some um, topics about irrational fears with men. Mm -hmm. Read this list from Cosmo. Mm -hmm. Simon, our, our resident single guy on this show. Mm -hmm. um, Cosmo, I understand, gears young, but you had none of the fears on this list. None, Angie. So now I'm dying to know because you seem like Superman when it comes to relationships then. No, I'm not Superman. What is your biggest fear in a relationship? To hurt their feelings. Why would you do that? Not on purpose. Because what I have to offer in the here and now at my age is so different than what most women want. So I love to be very clear from the beginning and then everything is good. What you have to offer is companionship, marriage, companionship, not, no really, children. Exactly. Okay. And, and marriage is not even an end goal for me. To be honest, the thing I'm looking for is the, this love feeling and yes. companionship. I'd be totally fine with somebody who doesn't live with me, who can live separately. I have two bedrooms. All of this is fine at my age. I don't care. You want a life partner. Yes. And so I don't want to disappoint. And also I don't want to be judged. You're an amazing 
catch for any woman. I'm I, just going to say that. Thanks, Angie. I'm not sure I am, actually. <gasps> what is this? What is this? I don't think I've ever heard insecurity on your part. Can you hold on one second? Because I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to dig into you. Okay, let's explain why. Do you need some advice from Angie I always Taylor? Need, I always need advice <laughs> from my Angie. On the rendezvous? Yes. All right. Whoa. I'm, this is shocking to me. All right, when we come back, Simon, what, what the problem is next <laughs> on the rendezvous? I'm so glad we're back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie because <laughs> I've never heard you say, I'm not sure that I can find love anymore. I've never heard you say that. You're the hopeless romantic Simon Marcel. This is about love. This is why we do this show. Angie. I What's going on? I didn't say I'm not sure. I said that I've realized, and that's why I'm so at peace now, that what I have to offer only matches a very small number of women due to age and due to where they are in life and and moms and all this. Anybody who wants kids, don't date me. Anybody who really wants this this family life, don't date me. I've been living alone all my life. I, I have chosen different paths, but adult women, divorced women, single mothers, that's wonderful for me. Do you feel N- like... Not the traditional. Okay, I understand that. You're setting your ways. Yes. When I was a single mom at 30s, Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of resigned to the fact that, hey, this is how life's going to be. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'll date. Yeah. I have my daughter. Life is good. Great job. Great life. Um, and I sort of was okay with that. And then you meet someone and they completely backflip everything you've ever thought you wanted. And you're suddenly in a marriage with a baby on the way and, and a house in a different city in a different state. Do you feel like that's possible? No. If you find that woman that you... No. I want you to be clear. So the love of your life says she wants yes. these things, and it's over. I cannot, will not have kids. I bet you anything. No matter who it is. Really? N- I have no interest. Okay. No interest in raising what kids. What about marriage? That could happen. That, that is, could happen. That could happen. But okay. the, I, don't, I don't want to start fatherhood at 50. I don't blame you for that. More of The Rendezvous, Simon. I want to get to uh, an advice call. Yes. Next, somebody who emailed us. Let's talk to her next. We got her live on the air when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our website, simonandangie.com. We get a lot of emails asking for advice on romance, love, dating, relationships, drama. (laughs) We want to help wherever we can. Um, And sometimes we get an email where I'm like, ooh, I want you to call. Mm-hmm. Can you call? So let's pick up the phone. Uh, we did get this email in from Holly listening in Florida on Tampa's Mix 100.7. Hi, Holly. Hi, Simon. Hi, Angie. Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour, Holly. First and foremost, you're okay from the hurricane. No damage. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I am doing good. A little bit of out power, but I'm good. Great. Okay, that's great. Um, but we got this email into the show, and I really liked what you were asking in your story. So can you just kind of explain where you're coming from and what your question was? Yeah. So I am a CSI for um, a local sheriff's office here, and a majority of the men that I meet that I'm interested in are cops, and we all work together. And I feel like I have fallen into this pattern where um, I'll get to a first hangout or a first date, and um, I try to be very um, not selfish. I try to ask about them. Mm-hmm. I don't ever bring up um, kids or marriage or um, anything like that. I try to be, you know, not clingy. Um, and I try to be open for anything, whatever they want to do. But then I've noticed that after an initial get-together or first date that I 
kind of fall into a friend zone or they end up not wanting anything more. And I'm just wondering why has this become a pattern and, and what can I do to fix it? Can I ask, um, this is usually one or two dates and then no more. Is that how it goes? Yes, ma'am. And I know this is a personal question, but are you doing ooh-la-la during these one or two dates? No. No, never with these guys? No, not on a first date or a second date. And okay. I mean, initially the, the first time is we kind of hang out to get a feel, and then if we get to a first date, I don't. I don't do that on the first date. <laughs> Oli, one more question. Before you actually worked CSI and, and surrounded by uh, the police officers, how was your love life before that? Uh, it was good. I had a, a serious relationship for a couple of years, but we split off right when I started working for the sheriff's office a couple of years ago. What's going on? This sh- Are you guys there for long, long stretches of the day? Like, do you work more than eight-hour days and that's all you're really around? I work nine-hour days. The deputies work 12-hour days. You're saying you're outgoing. I'm trying to figure out where so the disconnect is. The disconnect is, is uh, Holly, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems you're the one doing all the work. You described yourself as Great very, point. you know, you go whatever. You don't talk about the kids or the marriage or this or that. By the way, do you have kids? I do not. I have two dogs. Okay, two dogs. But then you said you make all the work. Here's as it goes, you know. It's the rule of attraction. It's not because the police officers are this. It's just, and it is what it is for all of us. It's a percentage game. At one point, at work or outside of work, that's why I suggest online dating would be good to totally to meet people that have nothing to do with your work, then, you know, you might find the one. So I don't want you to take it like something wrong with me and all this. I don't think you're doing anything wrong, actually. Yeah. I just think you haven't met your match yet, whether it's this one or this one. That happens okay. to you, to many, many people. When you online date, you might online date, you know, 10 or 20 people, and then you find the one, Right. So I suggest you start dating outside of work. Outside of work would be good. Yes. Also, you know, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Simon. You are doing all the work, Holly. I'm like looking back over this email, and a lot of things are, I try to flirt, compliment him, show interest in seeing him again. I ask about him, his hobbies, his career. I try not to focus on me because I know men don't usually like that. If a man asks you out, he, he does like you. And he wants to learn about you. But it sounds like you're, like what Simon said, you're doing all this work and there's no back and forth. You're up for everything, any activity, indoor, outdoor. Nothing catches their attention. You're trying to catch somebody's attention that you already have. He asked you out. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. All right. Good luck thank to you. you. All good. And by the way, thank you to uh, you, the work you do, first responders, the police. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. And have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we just had uh, our, our caller on the line, Holly, mm-hmm. um, 855-905-8255, by the way, if you'd like to comment. And Holly was saying that. She goes out with guys from work all the time, and mm-hmm. you nailed it. She's doing all the work. Are you interested in this? She's asking all the questions. Mm-hmm. She's throwing everything at these guys on the first date except the kitchen sink, trying to sell herself as an awesome person. And why? Um, Because she feels like she has to? I don't know. Like, yes, because she's afraid of rejection. This is why we do things like this, all of us. When we start doing this kind of thing, Overboard over this, okay? We, because we want to be lo- liked, loved, and desired so much. Yeah. And when we do those things extra 
what we shouldn't at the beginning, mm-hmm. where we, we de-sabotage our own chances. It's too, it's too, especially in the beginning, this is too much. You're just getting to know someone. It feels desperate. It does feel desperate. Like, I am so in dire need. It feels like you're a, a car on a car lot. I have this shiny undercarriage. I'm like, I have no miles on me. I'm, you know, like. It's like a, a guy, Angie, let's say you're single. A guy would say, instead of saying, hey, do you want to have dinner today or tomorrow? Go, what time is your schedule? Are you okay with this? Uh, can we and do everything towards? How about tonight? How yeah. about right now? You know what I mean. Yeah. Instead of being direct and being you, confident, right? He would ask you millions of questions. Are you okay with this? Are you okay with that type of food? You go, come on, dude, just ask me out for dinner. Simon, you're totally right. Um, just keep it chill, keep it relaxed. Mm-hmm. More of the rendezvous when we come back. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We get emails at simonandangie.com for people that are in need of some love dating romance advice. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Let's play our favorite game, Date or or Dump. dump. Yes, this comes from Selma listening in Johnston, Iowa on Now 105.1. She says, Simon and Angie, I met this guy that I like, but he's not very affectionate at all, and he hates cuddling. Mm Mm-hmm. Every time I sleep over at his place, he sleeps all the way on the other side of the bed with his back to me. I told him I like to cuddle, but he says he's just not into it, and he gets so hot when he sleeps. It makes me feel like he isn't into me, though. I'm thinking about ending things over this, but I'm not sure. Should I dace or dump him? He doesn't want to cuddle. She really, really wants it. It's making her feel like he he doesn't like her. Thanks for the email. Sama, I think that this is so important in a relationship that Mm -hmm. you're on the same page. There's no wrong or right page about this. Mm -hmm. You are as you are. Either you cuddle or you're not. So it's not against you, by the way, Sama. No, it's it's what she likes. Yes. so It makes her feel good. Exactly. But in a situation like this, I would be on the favor of not continuing the relationship. You can't teach somebody to snuggle, to cuddle. No. I understand that it makes her feel good yes, to be cuddled, but to to have her question if he likes her because he doesn't is the no, other side. But, My husband doesn't like to cuddle, and I do, but but I get it's your affection from other ways. Simon, what do you say? And date or dump? I'm sorry, Sam. I said dump. I think the way you described it to us, okay, it was, it was not. I ex- say date, and I also date. say relax, because. You can show somebody they that you love them in a million ways. I, I agree, Angie, but still, some people really need to either not be touched at all, some people need to be touched all night long. Okay, when we come back, I want to know your deal breaker, Simon. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email we were just talking about, about cuddling, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, all this love, dating, romance, relationship drama that goes on, people need advice. Sometimes I feel like... You know, the advice that is needed is very deep and very serious. And sometimes I feel like it's, oh, he eats his peas one pea at a time. And we're like, wow, that's like nitpicking little things. You're going to dump someone over that. But in this case, our listener Salma wrote and said, hey, my boyfriend won't cuddle with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about dumping him because she wants to cuddle. He's like, I get hot. I don't like to cuddle at night. And you said to dump. I said that, and I repeat, because I think you, your relationship, your rules, you need are valid, all right? When it comes to touching or not being touched, you can't force somebody to either not be touched or be touched. You have to let them be. This is a relationship, and you're going to throw somebody out for that? If it's so important to you, because you, some people, you know, baby dies, babies dies, 
and old people if they're not touched, right? So for some people, yes. right? So she didn't say he never touches no. or that there's no intimacy. She said he won't cuddle, he won't at, cuddle but at, I mean, night. at night. But for some people, that's how they go to sleep. They need the cuddling at night. Well, it, it sounds like there needs to be some therapy or some other, like, like. I, I don't know. If, I just think it's, it's the wrong partner. Ah. And you asked me what's my deal breaker. You said, Simon. What is your deal breaker? Right, well, so. That's you know, hers. What's yours? Not that. So I have no problem with the cuddling. But for instance, a bad kisser. That's a deal breaker That's for me, That's a deal too. breaker. I love kissing. I do, too. I feel like it's more intimate than even ooh-la-la, and I, I, I enjoy I it. I always, always kiss before any ooh-la-la. Yeah. It turns me do on. Do you feel like that's um, an indicator of how the ooh-la-la will be? No, no, not technically, but it shows the chemistry. So I've had great kiss, and then poor ooh-la-la. We didn't like the same thing in, after that. Okay. And I've had bad kiss and great ooh-la-la. But uh, the chemistry is in the kiss. The chemistry, okay, the chemistry in the kiss is huge, but it doesn't, is not an indication of how good the ulala will be because it's a different stage in our life, the ulala. It's an adult thing where I think the kiss is a, almost a, a, a regression into something very deep inside of us. So you don't think that's indicative of the relationship? It's very important to you. So if For a me, woman yes. was not a good kisser, mm -hmm. you wouldn't date her? No, no, because if I like her, I would still date her and have ulala. Okay, so would then with this case, that's yeah. just one part with the with but, the cuddling, but the cuddling, and it's not indicative of the relationship. But for some people, some people have, who, for instance, don't want to be touched at all. So okay, you said that's a deal breaker for you, the kissing, but it's not then because you uh, said you still date. Well, I would have to do because I'm selfish and I'm a man. So one would, time, yeah, one or more well, to do okay, great. We, I can't lie. Listen, nobody's dumb around here. All of us women know that it doesn't matter what we got going on. Yes. If you have the opportunity one time, yes. you'll go there. Okay. We'll never see you again. No, no, if the Ulala is great, I'm coming back. Okay, but what would be a deal breaker like big time? Kissing is one. K kissing is Kissing's one. Kissing is one for me. Uh, another one hygiene. is hygiene, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, and uh, if I don't look up to you. I mean, Angie, if I don't look up to you as a human being, your dignity, your honesty, and your ability to forgive, and, and is that's a huge thing for me now. That's a big order for you because... You're someone I look up to, and so if I'm so impressed, like I need but the I same. But I look up to you too. Okay, so as long as it, you're saying there's mutual, yeah, mutual. admiration, not, yeah, mutual admiration, mutual, that, you know, and that's why honesty number one. Are mm -hmm. you an honest person? Your dignity. Mm -hmm. I have a huge red line about dignity. Mm -hmm. Indignity, dignity, right and wrong. I and, like that. And then finally, the ability to forgive. If you can't forgive me for my mistakes, yeah, we're in big trouble. Because like everybody else, I have a lot of. Things to be forgive, and, and forgiven for. I agree with the forgiveness because I've been in relationships where I've been told I was forgiven. Yeah. But it's festering and it comes up. So it's for it's it's forgiving, but it's not letting it go really. Right. So on our next show, I do want to talk about forgiveness and what that really means in relationships yeah. because it's vital. It is. It is. We all make mistakes. And if you're going to be with somebody for life in a marriage, in a romance, whatever it is. There's going to be a lot of forgiving on both sides yes. because people make mistakes. Absolutely. So I want to talk about that mm -hmm. next show, okay? Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we'll come back, talk about our show tonight, yes. and you have a great Simon Says next.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show tonight. Thank you for being with us. If you missed anything, simonandangie.com. You can hear back uh, our podcast. We talked about forgetting important dates in relationships. Mm-hmm. Not good, especially the birthday. Um, irrational fears that men have in relationships. And if you missed that list, you could check it out, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. And being too thirsty in dating. Don't throw everything but the kitchen sink out there on day one. (laughs) Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said when you go overboard at the beginning of dating, you sabotage your chances for love. Yeah. Meaning some people, we had this phone call and all this was only just where the insecurity makes you just give too much, do too much. Please too much. You, you want to be in a relationship so bad, and people can smell yes. the desperation. Exactly. Like a shark you know, can smell blood in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just be yourself, relax, and, and you know, enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy, Go with the flow. Enjoy with the flow. Easy breezy. That's a specialty. It Easy is. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. I love those two words. I do too. Easy, Easy breezy. Easy breezy. Beautiful. Cover girl. Um, Simon. Angie. Thank you so much for your infinite wisdom. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me real, Angie. Uh, uh, We always keep it real. Um, You can check us out on Simon and Angie, all of our uh, platforms, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, for everything Rendezvous. And thank you. We will talk to you tomorrow night. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.